Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. Doesn't sound like the There was that really funny Peter K bit where he, he, he had an act out of like a school disco DJ. And then he goes to not talk off the mic and he just talks like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I think mean, that was in his stand up as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did the advert for it, didn't he? Yeah, so funny. Yeah, he talks like that. What's all that about? How good. Peter K, like everybody had that DVD. All right, because that was there was two, and it? it was the one live at the Bolton Albert Halls. But there was one before that, wasn't it? Because it was um, Top of the Tower or something in Blackpool. Yeah, it's the same show, is it? Yeah, because <laughs> no, the, the the Top of the Tower is the one where it was like he did the bit with the when he went to see the Four Tops, the Motown singers. Oh yeah, yeah, but there's like loads of the same bits. Like there's overlap. Yeah. He he's like he and knows he how to make money. I always remember that bit because it's that laugh of recognition I used to love. And that was that thing of oh, this is brilliant when he done the uh, when you go on holiday and you're trying to use up the film on your camera. Part <laughs> 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 of your dog in front of the gas fire. Yeah. <laughs> he's so the good. best man. Oh, have you he seen him live? So good. No, I've never seen him live actually. Do you know when he does tours, he gets the um, he gets a 
uh, cut of the car park money as well. Really? At arenas. Because he says they wouldn't be parking there if I wasn't doing my show. It's a bit greedy, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're ruthless. He loves it, man. Jesus. <laughs> are, you, are you like a fan of like, people like Peter Kay? And, like, yeah, well, it? I grew up like Peter Kay was the DVD we had in our house. Me and my friends used to do garlic bread all the fucking time. It's so nice to talk to another comedian who says that. Well, everyone pretends they like <laughs> Bill Hicks and fucking George Carlin. Yeah, as yeah. if when you were 15, you were like, yeah, I love the fucking American <laughs> stand. No, I watched like Peter Kay. I watched some Billy Connolly. Um, Lee Evans. It's like, like, it's like you want to give the intelligent answer, isn't it? Yeah. It's like if someone says, who's your favourite band? You like, I want to say Kings of Leon, but everyone likes them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I like stuff that's popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? And that's okay. Yeah. I remember so, uh, uh, a producer, like, very, like, they were being nice to me after a show. They, they were like, oh, that was great. Like, it's really, like, mainstream funny. And I took it real bad. I was like, what do you mean, mainstream? Are I you? thought I was cool and artsy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're like... Was that old you though? Do you still sort of feel that like was that a month ago? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say. That's why I'm shocked about you sitting here saying you like Peter Kay's though, because I thought, oh yeah, man, I think you can bullshit all you want, but those guys are very good at what they do. But is that? Do you reckon it's changed now? Now you're into comedy, and now you're because you seem like you're quite. You wouldn't like. What was I gonna say? You're sort of. You're an intelligent guy, aren't you? You are though. You are. Well, compared to me, <laughs> fucking Aristotle. <laughs> no, I was like quite academic in school and stuff, and I used to be a classical musician. Fuck it, hell, mate. That was my job. Never met one of them <laughs> <laughs> until now. <laughs> We're more scared of you than you are of us, don't we? <laughs> fucking hell, mate. That is a that classical a, musician. Yeah, like the. Like, like about it was drums, though, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have played <laughs> at the Albert Hall on the Triangle. Have you? Yeah, I was sick at the Triangle, man. Oh, I think everyone is that, man. No! <laughs> this is my problem. I have a fucking degree in the thing. <laughs> degree in the Triangle. Not a, like Triangle, amongst other things. But I did do exams where you had to play the degree. Triangle. I've got a degree in children's toys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of the Jack in the Box, man. Yeah, it was from uh, Prince Andrew's University. <laughs> <laughs> but so, well, so classical music, that is just... Isn't that classical music is... You've got a drum, and then every now and then you go, boom. Yeah, that's a lot of it. That is a, that is a lot of it. And I like, I'm trying to put a bit in my new show. There's a symphony called Dvorak's Ninth Symphony, and there's one cymbal crash in the whole symphony. And that, there's a guy on stage who just sits there the whole time, gets up, and then just like, and then sits down. And there's like a running joke in classical music where, like, uh, most people get paid like roughly the same. So, like, I'm getting paid the same as, like, a violinist. Yeah. But they're there going 50p. Yeah. 60p. Yeah. 70p. Yeah. 80p. <laughs> and I walk up and go, 300 quid. <laughs> <laughs> so you get the same amount, the same amount as well. Yeah. Fuck you know, man. It's just as a bit. It has you, to be there. You are a clever guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loophole. Yeah, man. It's fun. Um, but I liked it. But I don't know if I'm smart. I don't like... Um, I think if, if, uh, if you see a comedian and your resounding thought is they're very smart yeah i think that's because the comedian like wants you to know that they're smart i agree because I, I don't like that no that's why i love like bob mortimer yeah yeah. he's happy to be like the stupidest guy yeah. in the room even though he's he used to be like a solicitor yeah he's like a very clever guy and you know that like you, you know he's clever yeah to play it takes a very clever man to play a fool yeah, because I always think like, well, the thing with comedy is, or it's, I like knee-jerk laughter. 
Yeah. Just let instinct. Ah, that's funny. You ain't yeah. got. A fee, you ain't got. A, yeah, yeah. I don't like. I don't really like going. <laughs> yeah. And later on, going very clever, very that's clever. Right, just yeah, because I don't. That's not to me. To me, comedy is sitting in a pub, making each other laugh. Yeah, and that's, I think that's where. That's where I learned. I learned a lot of comedy is that thing of like being around a table, and you know, someone comes up. Someone comes up with a premise. And, and, and everybody tags it. Yeah. Tag, tag. That's well, that, that's that. Those are the best bits where essentially you come up with a premise and then it's as if you are the whole table. Yeah. And that's all the tags. You just attack it from all these yeah. different angles. And like, but that's those are the best, like most filled out, like bits of stand up. Because the thing with, with when you, because I think doing that, writing that way is easier said than done, isn't it? Because you've got to get in that mood. Yeah. Where you're it's hard to get, yeah. yeah, when you're just by yourself at a desk. Yeah. But that's why I do, I do a lot of writing on stage because then you get the fear. Yeah. Of like, if one of the lines doesn't work, then your brain panics and it like gives me another line that might work. Yeah. Because I, yeah, because I'm still at that phase now where, <laughs> do you ever do that thing where, where you'll say something quickly that comes to your head, everyone laughs and you go, but that wasn't even funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're so disappointed in yourself. But the you audience, I mean? like, they just love feeling like you're actually in the moment. Like, we were talking about, like, there's been a lot of people around the circuit recently running their sets for Live at the Apollo. Right. Like, in small comedy clubs around just to drill the 20 minutes that they need to do. Yeah. And it's a really weird thing to watch because when they're practicing it, all they're trying to do is get the words out in the right order. Yeah. So they, even though you've seen them be brilliant before when they're dipping into the crowd, they're riffing on this, they're like bringing these ideas together and all this stuff. When they're practicing this 20 minutes, they kind of like glaze over uh, and just do the thing. Isn't that part of the, the, the craft and the skill though is to make it sound like you're saying it for the first time? Yeah, but I think there's such a pressure on Live at the Apollo to like fucking nail it. Yeah. Like, if you fumble your words or whatever, like, you got to just fucking nail it on Live yeah. at the Apollo. So people get so worked up about that. But then, and that's the problem with TV stuff is they want to check the script of what you're going to say. And so it's like passes all their like clearance on their like lawyers and stuff. So if you like riff something on the night, it might not pass. Did they tell you not to then? Is that what they do? Well, I, I've heard that what you're told is like, just pretend you're crushing it. Yeah. So say the joke. And then just like pace along the stage, like smiling, even if even like, it hasn't worked. Laughs. There's stories of people like tanking live at the Apollo, like half the audience walks out. <laughs> but if you watch the record, yeah, they're like crushing it because they just put the laughs in and stuff. So that's a that's a skill, but I don't know if it's one you want to get good at. No. <laughs> 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 Pretending that you're doing well <laughs> when you actually die. Oh, that's awful, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's oh. rough. But you see, like, even some like American comedians come over. Americans are so fucking like, like they've got so much like showbiz and like polish that like they'll do a set and like they just act like they're famous and class. Yeah. And the audience like kind of buys it just because they're so like they're so convincing. Yeah. But there's like nothing there. Do you never have this thing with like Americans? I think this when you hear like an American voice on the on the tube or something, you like because you recognise it from films. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you're yeah. like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're like special. Yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like from the films. They might like talk a bit loud. Hey man, how are you? Like, yeah. It's like, whoa. Like, but that's me with. And I was gonna say this about the. Do you not find? 
I find that a big difference between like Irish audiences in like Belfast where I grew up versus like London audiences is London audiences want to be like, oh, that was so clever. Whereas yeah. Irish audiences want just that knee jerk thing that you were talking about. I've never been to Ireland, so I, I, I wouldn't know. But I do, I, I don't know if it's a London thing or, I don't know. But I just, I, it's, I think it's that thing of they just want to go out, go away af- afterwards and say, yeah, I, I understood that. I, I, I get yeah, that. So you I get that pat on the back. Because like, obviously everyone loves Stuart Lee. I watch it and go, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he means. <laughs> it's not, I'm not criticising him, but I just... I well, don't, it's not for I, you. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I just don't get it. Like, I want to laugh. <laughs> I want to be in with the cool kids, but I don't get it. And then Peter Kay comes up. <laughs> I, I, hate all, I hate all that fucking... Oh, you just don't get it. I remember when I started doing comedy... Uh, I was running and I used to just start about like running nights at my uni. Like I started emceeing right. a Freshers Week comedy night. That was my first ever gig. Yeah. Which is not a good way to start. <laughs> but um, there was, and then I did one outside of Freshers Week and there was this comedian and I would just book them from like the local open mics and comedians would like recommend them to me and I would yeah. just be like, whatever. And I, in hindsight, gave a lot of comedians their first ever paid gigs. Because I would go, well, like 20 quid, yeah. but like I would go to an open mic and be like, hey, do you want to come do 10 minutes at my uni? Yeah. And in hindsight, they were probably like, yo, this is going to be sick. Yeah. <laughs> but I like, I give them like 20 quid and I like, <laughs> there's some people who are like, that was my first ever paid gig. Oh, really? But they were up and one of them had like a really bad set and somebody started like heckling. But in this really weird, like, because I went to like an arts, like a music college, like yeah. very fucking middle class and wanky. But they were like heckling. They were like, oh, um, tell us a joke and all this like yeah. ridiculous. But like, and I was like, man, stop it. Like he's just trying to do a set like let him just get on yeah. with it and he was like no, no no have you seen Stuart Lee like it's like that I was like you're not Stuart Lee you're a <laughs> fucking heckler at, at a student comedy night <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it was so yeah. dumb do you ever get those comedians whose audiences you hate more than you hate them like I like Stuart Lee but his audience pisses me off yeah because it's that, it's, that, it's that thing of, that's exactly what I mean it's that thing of I, I get this so yeah. therefore it's like oh, it's just, just Oh shut up! <laughs> 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 do you know what I mean? That, and also, there's that thing of obviously everyone's got their own way of doing comedy and that sort of. But you know, like when someone you're at, like when you start, you know, like a really shitty open mic or mm. something like that, and you're in a, in a like a basement of a pub with four people in it. Yeah. Someone's really trying to give you their political insight, and ch- you're not going to change the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah fuck it, me. it gets a bit like that, doesn't it? You're doing, fucking hell, man. Just try to make people laugh, isn't it? Yeah, it's really annoying. I think there's that thing. Do you agree with this thing, right? When like your, your intentions as a comedian, right? For me personally, it's 100%. I want to make you laugh. Yeah, that's that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, trying to really make you laugh, so it, like you have to hold your stomach. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's that. It doesn't always work. <laughs> no, no, no. But that's <laughs> but, the. But then I've, there's so many ways. Like 50% that, 50%. I want you to know how clever I am. No, yeah, that's really fucking yeah, annoying. Yeah. I think there's benefit in um, presenting interesting ideas in as funny as possible a way. Yeah. Like I did a fucking, like I'm, a lot of people would think that I'm the, making you think how smart I am or whatever. Like I I did like a good fringe show and the Edinburgh Fringe has that reputation of like, it's all fucking wanky and sad comedy and all this stuff. And there was like a more serious bit in the middle of my show and there's more interesting ideas. You have to do that for the texture of it though and all that sort of shit. Well, I think over the course of an hour, like a, like structure, and a story and like a theme helps it feel like it's driving towards something. Because if it's just bits, 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 I think an audience kind of just loses yeah. focus or something. But again, like 
there's nothing in that Friends show barring like a few connective bits that I haven't. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Worked on in comedy clubs, and I don't understand how people write stuff because where do you practice it? Yeah. Because I'm gigging every night of the week in comedy clubs to like random cunts who don't have any idea who I am. Yeah. So how am I? I write all my bits and try them there, and if they don't work there, yeah, I stop doing. Them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's that's how I do it. I do this. I'm getting better at this, right? You know, sometimes you know you practice your bits, but just in. A public place, like yeah, in a pub and all that. Yeah. I'm getting better at disguising that I'm doing it now. It's hard because yeah, yeah, yeah. it? people start to catch you out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. People hate that. Oh, I hate when people do it to me. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. happens in groups. People start saying, "So I was watching this thing last night. Don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, know what, I know what you're doing. Don't do it because I'm not going to laugh." You know what I mean? But there are ways of you getting it in, like getting it in. I'm bad for it. Alfie Brown got so annoyed at me during the Fringe. We would like drink together like most days, yeah. and I'm constantly going like, "Oh, I've had this idea for a bit." And he's like, can we just yeah. not <laughs> today? I, as soon as you say that, I'm not going to laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, because I know what you're doing now. Because so. the expectation is yeah, too yeah. much. Yeah. And it's, it's, like the, it's the same thing as when yeah. someone goes, oh, yeah, look at this video. And they're phone. staring at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, laugh, <laughs> laugh. Yeah, I don't like it. I was, but it also, I've, I've done it before. I think everyone knows it's a common thing. But when you show someone, watch this film, it's funny. And you've got to sit there with them when they're not and laughing. Like, yeah, you can't. <laughs> you have to just go watch this when I'm not here. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I think you'll like it. Do you ever get annoyed when people say that to you? What? If someone goes like, oh, watch this film, you'll love it. I go like, you don't fucking know me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or no, or you think, that's what you think of me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this pile of shit. <laughs> yeah, well, someone, goes, someone will go, you remind me of my friend. And then you meet their friend and they're a cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just standing too close to you, like breathing heavy. Yeah, I remind you of him. <laughs> fucking hate that guy. <laughs> Fuck's sake. That's what you think. That happens to me a lot. That happens to me. <laughs> oh, my you, God. You'd love my friend. You'd love oh, my you'd friend. Love. Yeah. Do you know what I actually like, though? Is when people go, um, oh, you'd fucking hate this. See, if someone tells oh, me I'll yeah. hate it, yeah. I'll watch it. Every time I'll watch brother, it. I was saying, I was like, we was watching uh, on day, Room 101. I was like, what a great concept for a program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just people moaning about shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, this is good. This is good. I yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I get right yeah, into yeah, yeah. it. You it's know what I mean? proper. What's, it, what's in your Room 101? Uh, what is it? You get three, you get, th- you get one thing. What's one I, thing you're like ridden well, the we, world of? I was of? trying to talk about it last night. Uh, it's really hard because a lot of mine because people bring up things and they things are annoying but mine is always like people what people ethnicities do. yeah it's so uh, yeah that <laughs> sexuality there's a there's the, the, the holy trinity I call it yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no there's, there's a couple a couple of things that really annoy me one is when you're driving and say like you edge out or you do something a little bit wrong yeah, nothing yeah. going to cause a crash and it's always like a person who gives you the disapproving shake of the head oh. and, you know, and it's like and you're because oh, it makes me so angry right <laughs> Because it, it's this thing of like, they look at you going, oh, I've never made a mistake. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> you know I mean? get that. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's yeah, so, yeah. so minor. So it's like, like, oh, that makes me angry. Well, I said doing that anytime my dad's driving and he like gets annoyed at somebody for doing something. I'm like, have you never done that? Yeah. And he goes, what? I go, I've been in the car when you've done that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. fucking chill out, okay? <laughs> it's, it's, but, it's that, but it's more the, yes, yeah, the patronizing. But we're also unaware. Anytime I'm walking 
and I'm in a rush in London and anyone's walking slowly, I'm like, these fucking idiots need to get out of my fucking way. But if I'm not in a rush and someone like speeds past me and bumps my elbow, I'm like, you fucking rude bastard. Just leave the house early, are you freak? But I, do, I fucking love moaning, don't you though? It's great. I fucking love it. My brother, my brother can't have a good one. <laughs> you, can see how, you can see him getting angry he's doing it. When someone goes up to a till and you're in a queue and they tell him how much it is, then they get their purse out or whatever. Oh, it's you're in the kit when you, they you, get to the oyster thing. Yeah, could, oh yeah, yeah. And then they start looking in their bag for the oyster card. I'm like, what the fuck did you think was gonna happen? <laughs> yeah. What do you think these gates are? <laughs> fuck me. But you like, need these people. You need these people to get annoyed at because it makes you feel better. You need to get annoyed. Oh yeah, it's good. Like go in. It's good to get annoyed. You can't. You can't. Everyone's walk around all pleasant. No, I, but then sometimes I think maybe I should just be like a zen. Yeah. Just constantly just float above it all. But it's, no, but then, I'd love to be one of those how, guys. How annoying are them me. people when you're pissed off though? Yeah, and someone's like, like, "Just rise above." Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Headbomb. <laughs> Stick that in your dream catcher, like, you cunt. Have you seen the the first episode of uh, Black Books? No. Oh, you haven't? Have you no, seen any Black Books? Yeah. So you know Dylan Moran and Bill yeah, Bailey, yeah. and it's like a, in a bookshop, and Bill Bailey is in this like really stressful job, and he's got this little book of calm. And it's like <laughs> meditative yeah. phrases to like look for. And then he like drops it in his soup at one point, like accidentally. And then he it's in a cup and he accidentally like swallows the little book of calm and it like becomes part of his system. And he's just walking around like glowing, like telling everyone. That, like, yeah. There's like a dog barking yeah. and he's just like, listen, I understand that you're feeling oh, stressed. Like, and them people stress me out. That's, that, <laughs> I don't need them people in my life. The thing, I think there's a thing as well, like being online, like those of online, you get these gurus and these teachers and that. Mm. You don't want that as a guru. You don't want someone who's got life sussed. I think you want someone who fucks up all the time. But do you not want someone who used to fuck up all the time? No, I want someone who keeps fucking up just so you can go, because I like, but when then, you, how? Why would you take their advice? Because it makes you feel like, oh, I'm fucking just human, isn't it? Like everyone just fucks up. Like I had this thing, right? When I when I when I first started to blow up online, I um I wasn't drinking, right? Yeah. And I, and I went, I said it a few times. I'm not drinking, and I was, and I felt kind of. And then these people like kept thinking I was like a into really into sobriety. Cause I started drinking again. And people was like, <laughs> yeah, Jack's sober. I'm like, oh, pissed. Well, some yeah, somebody said that to me at the fringe. That I was like, oh, I'm going for a pint. They were like. Because I like take like months off drinking just to like sort myself out yeah. and just like get my head clear a bit. And they're like, oh, "Like, are you okay?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I just take chunks of time off, and then when I fancy a pint again, I'm so like that. I have a pint. Yeah, but I'm not like that. My it all gets out of control to the point where yeah, I better stop that again. Well, I, I it's so easy in comedy just to yeah. drink and drink and drink and drink and drink. I had a thing where like when I was drinking, I would just wake up every morning with like a real sense of like dread. Yeah. But then I stopped drinking. And the the dread still happened. Oh, okay. So I was like, <laughs> let's get back on. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well, yeah. Pike. Yeah, 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 if yeah. you're going to feel yeah. awful every day, <laughs> I wake up every day like this. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day. Right. I freak out. If I sleep on my back, I have a night terror. Guaranteed. Fuck it up, mate. I'm fucked up, man. Don't. We all are, man. We don't all are. But you, because you don't like people telling you to relax, but you were saying before the podcast, you. I've started hypnotherapy. I've started hypnotherapy. Is that not your nightmare? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I headbutted him. Fucking, <laughs> 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 he got yeah, his pocket yeah, watch yeah, and strangled yeah, him. Yeah, you're going under. <laughs> Bang! You're going under. Yeah. <laughs> That's all the headbutt is. It's rapid hypnotherapy. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Same, same, same. You're feeling very sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I guess I, I think it is. I, I do find it's, it's it is helpful. 
And it's not so the, what's it for? Like, what's it for? Is it just a general hypnotherapy? Just a, just, You're not quitting anything. It was a few things at the beginning. That's, the, that's why I've had a little break from the from the podcasting. So I went and got that stuff sorted. But as as you more you talk talk more, um, I'll be open about it. Like we we were chat, chatting about today about like um, I've got a thing about like uh, I don't like things being done for me. I don't like. For example, say like say like if you me and you were doing some joke writing, yeah, right, and I had a bit, and then you went do it like that, and you you've done it for me. I'm like, that's not mine now though, is it? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 it's yeah, that, yeah, yeah. There's a little bit maybe like a control element because, and also there's like that's why like I'm, I'm intense with the comedy, like I can't switch off. I'm just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. I get an exercise so a bit to help with that and just fucking chill out a bit, man. Do you know yeah. Like, I mean, did you? Because you, how did you get on in Edinburgh? Did you ever ever come down after that? Uh. Yeah, there was tricky stuff that happened to me in Edinburgh, though, that was a real crashing come down where I found out after I came back that loads of comedians had been talking shit about me behind my back quite nastily. But so that was a come down. Because you seem like a guy who wouldn't give a shit about it. You come across that way. That's good that I come across that way, but it's not true at all. <laughs> like, that's nice that I, and I do work very hard to like not stress about what other people think and like, try and rise above that stuff because I was like bullied as a kid and all that stuff and I, yeah. I've been in therapy since I was like nine years old um, but kind of come like it's hard when that like your whole my whole anxiety is people talking about me behind my back Yeah, and it's that it's arrogant it's arrogant to think that people are talking badly about you because it's arrogant to think that anyone's fucking thinking yeah. about you Yeah, but then when they are it turns out to be <laughs> fucking true <laughs> bang on mate yes. and you're like <laughs> Man, I yeah. am not arrogant, yeah. but people do fucking hate me. <laughs> um, so it affects you bad, did it? Yeah, well, it's just rough to have your worst fears uh, confirmed. So it's a surprise. That has surprised me though that you're you think like that though. I'm a very very anxious. I was very very anxious as a kid. Still very, very really bad, like you, really severe anxiety. So you've had a lot of therapy and stuff. I've had all the therapies, all of them. So my mom was like. I had uh, basically like agoraphobia when I was a kid. So I like, couldn't leave the house. Total school refusal is what it's called. You just like, I missed months of primary school. Um, and my mom was like freaking Primary out. school? What's, yeah, I was like nine. Fucking hell. What was I stressed about? Jesus. Nothing, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I just, fucking... when I was nine, I was just like, my main focus was crisps. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted, man. It was your centering <laughs> moment. Yeah. It was just fucking crisps. <laughs> you big into ASMR now with your fucking crisps? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but I just feel like I would freak out and then I think because my mum freaked out she put me into all these different therapies like I've done like crystal therapy yeah, where I like you lie down and they put like different crystals on all your fucking chakras and then they wave crystals are you sitting I think above it? I was like 10 <laughs> oh, what out, the man. fuck is going on Jesus I did like art therapy where they would give you a different like artistic like medium every week so one week it would be like paint one week it would be like clay one week it would be like markers on paper no, no. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit it made it worse people were talking about you doing fucking art therapy art therapy was he gay <laughs> you're making people talk about me well Victoria's being bullied in school what should we do get him painting that'll solve it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll be one yeah. of the cool kids yeah. now why do you do wussy little girl therapy <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god and then i i hated hypnotherapy yeah. which is why i'm interested by you like i hated hypno like i watched get out for the first time recently i've seen get out I've not seen it, no, that no. jordan peele film no i know what it is but i've not seen it and so it was like really like scary hypnotherapy and that like yeah. used to like um fuck people over basically and i had to be i had asked my girlfriend like can we pause this because i'm freaking out. i hated that i think similar to what you were saying hated the lack of control 
Yeah. Like as soon as they like they we had these like like fucking tapes in a little like Walkman and I would yeah. sit there to try and like sleep without having a night terror. This is an adult or as a child or both. Like eleven years old, oh, right. ten probably. Um but I would just sit there and uh I as soon as it started to like work almost, you know the way yeah. they, they kinda like almost control your brain or like guide your brain in different directions. As soon as I wasn't in control of my thoughts or something, I would like freak out and like oh, take the headphones off and like Run away. Yeah, that's, uh, it's, yeah, because it's, that's what we supposed to be helping with. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> so confusing. <laughs> that's confusing. But I don't really know what worked in the end. I mean, actual therapy. Have you got have that you any good therapy stories? Oh, I'm trying to think if I have any good. I mean, therapy's so boring. <laughs> Although I would do bits. Have you had therapy? Hypnotherapy. Well, hypnotherapy. Just hypnotherapy. Yeah, yeah. But like proper therapy. So, because you get to like do bits. Try to make sure I make them. Yeah. yeah, see when you get your therapist laughing, that's the bet. Because they're a tough crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. use like stuff yeah. that would normally be like a bit. Yeah. You'd be like, oh yeah, and then everyone like laughed at me. <laughs> the therapist just goes, that sounds really hard. <laughs> and you go, oh no! <laughs> I thought that was fun. I was gonna try that tomorrow. <laughs> I did. I did this thing where uh, after um, after um, Edinburgh. My dad texted me and said, uh, really proud of you, son. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to stop being funny now. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. We think that, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you fix yeah. your, yeah. like, what's, like, damaged about you, yeah. you'll stop being funny. It was really funny. I was Because I was messaging uh, Mike, Mike Rice. Yeah. My dad, really supportive, but has no idea what I do. <laughs> so he put, he put a photo of me with Mickey Flanagan and said, <laughs> the caption was, my dad, uh, my son came third at Edinburgh. <laughs> and then someone commented below. That's so funny. <laughs> but then someone commented below. What at? And he's put stand up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no concept of. But that's so good. <laughs> yeah. It's so good to have that clarity that people don't fucking care. I was so stressed about Edinburgh beforehand. And then Marcus Birdman was like, Oh, are you stressed about Edinburgh? Uh, go around to your neighbor's house, knock on their door, and go, I'm really stressed about the Edinburgh Fringe. They'll go, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, what is it? Yeah, it's yeah. not a yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly. But that was your first Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. How was it? Yeah, it was. Right. It, was, it, was it was a competition, though, wasn't it? So it was, oh, you were just up for a couple yeah, of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it was, it was good. first. I mean, in third. Third. That's pretty good. It's all right, it. Like we both lost. One Direction came third. Just saying. And look at them now. Exactly. Like dressing like women and all. Exactly. <laughs> That's, that's, that's your future. <laughs> <laughs> Getting that's called it. out for queer baiting online. But how did you? How did you find it? Uh, I mean, I had a pretty fucking dreamy Edinburgh on the face of it. So was the was the the, the come down after or during that sort of? Oh, constant panic attacks throughout yeah. the fringe. This is always the thing. Like on the face of it, and I really feel bad for complaining because people had much. Like I sold out every show, added extra shows, they sold out, and I got nominated for best newcomer. Yeah, I have no right to complain about anything. Yeah. But the truth of what, act, like, I had a lot of panic attacks. I found the whole thing very stressful. There was loads of fun times. Like, yeah. this is what people I try to focus on in Edinburgh is I got to do a show every day, which I loved and was really proud of, to a full room. And I got to drink with the funniest people yeah. in the world. Does it, does it, did it ever sort of not live up to your expectations? Did you ever get that feeling? Like, like when you go, this is just bollocks. This is well, just nothing bollocks. exists. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that feel, I know that feeling of is it this is this is like you posted recently about getting whatever number of followers? 100k? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't Well, no, this I I this this is sort of why I had a little bit of a break from this cuz uh I got 100 100,000 followers got to, uh, done well with a competition. Yeah. 
And then, it, I was just, then I was just still just sitting in my front room, just like... Nothing changes? Being me. I was like... Nothing's ah, real? I had a bit of a meltdown, to be honest, because it was like... Ah, yeah, like, all these things that you thought. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, nominated for Best Newcomer. That'll be fucking class. And yeah. look, I can get an opportunities off the back of it. But nothing... No, no, I got 10K followers. I was like, yes. Yeah. And then you go, I'm still just... It doesn't matter, does I'm it? I'm just hanging up washing. This is where you've got to do, you've got to try it. And it's a bit like hat cliche thing, but just try and enjoy it. Because I watched that that thing on Netflix, that Jerry Seinfeld comedian. comedian. And there's that bit where he's chatting to Orny Adams. And he's, and he's a freak, man. Yeah, and he's, he's going, he's going, <laughs> he's saying to him, do you know what, do you know what, do you, all my friends have got mortgages and they've all got to, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld's looking at him like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, like, yeah. Just enjoy it, man. Like, yeah. The, and that really, that really, I mean, that made me go, oh, that. Well, makes... It's important to reframe that. And like, yeah. that's why it's good to be in touch with like, my mom always says to me, make sure you have friends who aren't performers. Yeah. Because they'll reframe it because they're just going nine to five putting numbers into spreadsheets. Yeah. Oh my God, that would kill me. Yeah. We get to just, what's this? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. Are that's we that, at work? Yeah, exactly. That's 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 what I, that, I needed that break to reframe. I, a friend of mine comes to see me at a gig somewhere and it was like, uh, he come with his wife and he was, he was them two were half of the audience. There's four people there. Yeah. Right. And he come for a drink afterwards and I said, oh, sorry about that. He was like, sorry about what? He has no concept of what, I don't know. He's never been to live stand yeah, before. He's so he just, he just like, like oh, I, thought you'd, I really like that. Good it's joke. Fun. Yeah, he was like, and I'm there screwing, oh, I'm sorry about that. It's so, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> they saw me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't give a fuck. It's just, oh, it's yeah. Do you want a beer? Yeah, move. yeah I'm, I'm just straight <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, I yeah. wish I had like that, I don't know, like that clarity that you get, like, like from just... I don't want to say I don't want to like like be patronizing to people who have like normal jobs because I think like artists are always very fucking patronizing to people yeah. who have normal jobs so they like romanticize it almost yeah where you just like because we're like all the stability they have we think is cool we envy their stability yeah. but they envy all the fun we have yeah and it's like yeah that's the toss up isn't it do you know yeah. what I mean like but if, if, that's the thing if you're if you're making this fun thing hard you're doing it wrong. Yeah, because it's you, fun. Yeah, you're, you're you're making people laugh, having a laugh, doing all this fun stuff. You're making if you're making that shit, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, <laughs> you you're, I mean? but you're yeah, fucking you're up. You're fucking this up, you idiot. We're you supposed to be having yeah. fun. That's why I freak out about um like deadpan comedians because I really like a lot of them, but yeah. it kind of freaks me out because I have so much fun when I'm on stage. Yeah, like I'm laughing and joking and like I feel like I'm with the crowd and having a fun time. Yeah, but if I had to just like not do you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. like if you had to keep a straight face the whole way through all your sets although i haven't seen your stand-up to be fair yeah are you like i can't imagine you being deadpan uh no i'm not really i'm constantly changing it that's good yeah yeah people get stuck in little fucking and it all depends what mood i'm in lanes that's good as well (laughs) and it depends on the room yeah people get stuck in this idea of like their brand or their fucking style they're like i'm quite low energy i'm like sometimes don't be because i was doing a competition i was like high energy and the the analogy i can think of you know when you watch them airplane films that's crashing into a, a thing and they're trying to keep it level <laughs> yeah. that's what it's like being high energy yeah you're yeah, waiting yeah, for it just to dip off you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. it's quite straight it's just hammer it's draining but, but you can do that over five minutes you yeah. can really hammer yeah. for five minutes i think you can do that up to like you can hammer for 20 but yeah. see after that it's like so i see i heard bill burst i think i thought it was brilliant it was like uh when you when you're sitting around with your mates in the pub you say something funny and everyone laughs but no one goes you're very brave because <laughs> you, you you just say it don't you? you just say something funny but no, for some reason once you put a microphone in your hand, stand on stage, that dynamic changes. You you become detached from yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, not yeah. yourself, and 
becoming a good stand up and trying to get you back to that. Get back to where you yeah, were yeah, the, the funny person <laughs> in the first place. You could be sitting around with 10 people, be a set of attention, making everyone laugh, change the dynamic where you're facing one way and the crowd are facing you with a microphone. In. What's happened to me? <laughs> yeah, you become like so self aware yeah. and so like it's crippling to just yeah. be like, what's my left hand doing? <laughs> uh, do you ever not know what to do with this? You're holding the mic with this hand and you're just like, what do people no. do with uh, this hand? Sometimes I put it on my hip like a little. <laughs> Like a, like a, like a teapot. teapot. <laughs> what am I doing? I never do that. Oh, mate, somebody fucking ruined my life recently. They, they, we were like playing a game of like doing an impression of a comedian, but like just physically. Yeah. So like just what they kind of like stand like and look like. And my mate Robbie went, oh, I'll do you to me. And he stood up and just went like this. Is that what you do? You, you hunch up. Shoulders up and left arm. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's yeah. magnetically not supposed to touch my hip. Are you disappointed? I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> How the fuck has no one told me yeah, that yeah, I yeah. stand like a fucking freak? <laughs> on, like I'm a fucking cardboard box? It's but it's sometimes, because you, you know you're set, you'll be saying your words, and then you'll be thinking, where's my hand? And you're saying words, you're not thinking about what you're and saying. You're, yeah. you're just thinking about what your hand is doing. Man, Adam is so bad for that when you're, um, you're doing the same show every day for yeah. a month. Your brain is just like taking over with like the randomest yeah. shit. But then like there's weird bits where like I'll do after a while, like you start taking a drink at the exact same place every day. Yeah. And you start like leaning on the mic at the exact same place every day. You walk here at the exact same place every day. And it just becomes so and don't you get stuck in them, stuck in them, them patterns with the way you your speech patterns as well. Yeah. Emphasize certain words. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the more you feel sick every time you say it because yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. No fucking way I'll say that. Yeah. I can't change it. Yeah, it's, it works. <laughs> it fucking, when I do it, da, 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 it gets a laugh, but I go, da, 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 it doesn't get a laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand up comedy yeah. is so fucking annoying for that. I had a bit that was like kind of heavy. It was talking a bit about therapy actually in the show. Um, and I won't spoil it, but like, it's slightly like heavier yeah. subject matter, but it's still like a funny bit. But it was struggling to like work every time. Like some audiences go for it, some audiences wouldn't. And then a few, like a week into the fringe, I started doing it in like a silly voice. Yeah. And it like crushed every time from that point onward. I was like, what a fucking stupid art form this is. Yeah. That all I had to do was just be like, oh, it's like this now. <laughs> and I'm doing it with a Philly fuck. And then people just don't get stressed. because like, oh, he's joking. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. a voice. Fuck's sake. Why are we doing this to her? Right, I better get into some of these uh, questions. Questions. What's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you? So, <laughs> coming back to the classical music-y stuff, the, um, there's a very embarrassing moment. Like I said, that uh, Dvorak Symphony Number no. 9, one cymbal crash. So your whole job yeah. for that night is sit at the back of the orchestra, count whatever number of bars rest you have, stand up, pick up the cymbals, whack them together, <laughs> put them back down, sit down, have a, have a fag. <laughs> Literally go to the pub. It's yeah, yeah. bad. But the worst thing you can do as a percussionist, and it happened like a few times, it's so rough. Because people would think the worst, and I've done this loads, where you play in the wrong place and you right. come in at the wrong point and it sounds shit. And I've done that on a fucking gong. I've done that on cymbals. <laughs> I've done it on a bass drum. It's so bad. You've got one I, job. <laughs> I ruined the world premiere of an opera once <laughs> where there was a bit where like the whole like orchestra were like, and I forgot that there was a gap at the end on the way up and I hit the cymbal in the gap. So I went, and the conductor afterwards was like, that was so bad. 
because it's supposed to be a really dramatic moment. But when you put the symbol in the gap, it sounds like you're about to open a fucking clown car. <laughs> but that's not the worst. Playing in the wrong place isn't the worst. The worst is when you're playing something like the Vorjak's Ninth Symphony. You've got one symbol crashing the whole 45-minute piece. Yeah. You stand up, you pick up the symbols, and you go, fuck, I missed it. <laughs> 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 you're someone holding and symbols. you just have to put the <laughs> and you literally left the house for no reason <laughs> like you didn't need to be there <laughs> it's so bad it's uh, just like <laughs> and the whole audience because like when you're watching orchestra you see a guy at the back stand up pick up some symbols you're like oh yeah, yeah, shit yeah. something's gonna happen and then he goes <laughs> It's so bad. That's always bad when you do say unnecessary. Like I was, I was uh, train station a couple of weeks ago. My train was at the platform. Mm. I was like, oh shit, legged it for the train. Like just, just got on and it weren't leaving for another ten minutes. Oh, <laughs> so, I so, hate that. So everyone just sees you run on, make this big thing, and then you. But just they know as well. <laughs> but there's nothing anyone because they've been stood there for like five minutes, so they're like, it's delayed, and happens. they've had an announcement, and you like jump on, expecting like a round of applause, and you're like, you're expecting like Indiana Jones and like grab yeah. your hat afterwards, but you just arrive like panting, and then nothing happens for ages, and you're just like, oh, such a, okay, especially when you bang like. Like, I always acknowledge people when they just make the train. You're just giving me a little bit when of a, they dive on well done. and the doors closed. I'm like, nice, because that's <laughs> what do. we want. Yeah, yeah. But it's so weird in London. Like, do you ever get, do you ever catch yourself like sprinting for a tube because you see the doors are open and yeah. you like they're about to close, and then I sprint on and I go, I'm not in a rush. Yeah, no. But, well, I was gonna say as you said that I never sprint for a tube because every two minutes, yeah, you just feel like. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. What like? Where do you have to be where you can't be like, I'll be two minutes late? Yeah, exactly. Unless you're already late. But it's even when I, because I tend to give myself loads of time to get everywhere in London because I hate rushing for places. Yeah. So I'll get the bus rather than the tube and all this stuff. But you just see those open doors and the little kid in you goes, go on. <laughs> Fucking make that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, just challenge yourself. Just to do you ever just miss a bus and then race it to the next stop? <laughs> I'll sp I'll fucking take on a bus in a sprint. <laughs> oh, it's the best when you get when they get caught at a traffic light and you fucking sprint past them and then at the next stop the bus driver is like, yeah, well done, yeah. well done. But sometimes it's despite them. Like, do you ever see you like make eye contact with the bus driver and he closes the doors and like, oh, yeah. drives off. Yeah. My favorite thing. I used to cycle loads in London, and I love supercars in London because I think they're so dumb. Yeah, because you can't drive fast. Like, why are you driving yeah, a Ferrari yeah. in London? It's so yeah. fucking silly. But I loved, like, a Ferrari overtook me once on my bike, and then it's London, so it's way easier to get around on a bike. <laughs> and I overtook the Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like... Yeah. You do feel, you know, <laughs> I feel a bit stupid when you do that. I've done it, I've been the overtaker, and he just yeah. covered the lights, and they're just, just behind. Like, do you know what I find? This is an awkward one I'm driving. I did this earlier. It's just so stupid, but it makes you feel awkward. Do you know when you get, like, a temporary traffic light in the middle of the road? Essentially, mm. you're, you're letting someone go. Yeah, yeah, it's only and one lane it, or whatever. That muscle memory to say thanks. But oh, because you it, can't go? Yeah, but I've said thanks. And I just, I do that thing where I'll go, oh, they'll wind me up for a while. Yeah. And I, I have to come down from it a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I fuck. God, we're just idiots, aren't we? Oh, my whole, if you see, I do this thing where I'll, you'll see me just out and about and I'll just, I'll just go like that. Because I'll just think of something. But you just hate, happened. like, you, I just hate myself. <laughs> 
like, Every time I do anything, I'm just like, why? <laughs> why did you fucking do that? And there's a there's a play I really like called uh, Philadelphia Here I Come, and there's the main character, two actors play him in the thing. So there's a public gar, the guy's name, public gar and private gar. Yeah. So public gar is the one all the other actors and characters can see. Oh, okay, then right. private gar is basically his like internal monologue. Yeah. And it's exactly that. Like public gar will say something and private gar will just be stood behind him going, why the fuck have you said that? <laughs> That's not what you think. <laughs> yeah, why are you yeah. such a fucking idiot all the time? <laughs> yeah. But I think like apparently therapy helps with that. <laughs> you try it. The narrative <laughs> you tell yourself in your head. Do you, like, do you ever just constantly be like, I'm a fuck. Anytime yeah. I, for, I forget stuff all the time. Every time I go anywhere and come back, my girlfriend's like, what'd you forget? I'm like, charger. Yeah, that's the one where I can't see something when I'm looking for it. If someone says, look for that thing, I can't see that thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what happens to me. It's in there. I just lose. I can't see it. I don't know. It yeah. Can, I don't know why. You've... I can't get... I, I People can't give me directions. I tune out so quickly when yeah. someone's like, once they go like second left, and then if they say another thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but young people go... Go to that place. You know where it is, isn't you? You go, yeah, I'll look it. And they, go, they start telling you where it is. Like, I don't want you. I'm going to look it up. Don't don't yeah. start telling me now. Oh, this is the one. When you're reversing, someone, when you're reversing out somewhere and someone just starts help, help, like ushering you back to help, so help you reverse. I don't need help. But now you're making me anxious because <laughs> you're there. Like, fuck off. Like, no one's asked for your help. Do you know what I mean? Do you, ever, do you think you'll be one of those old, do you stand up and let old people sit down in the tube? Oh, but this is awkward though, isn't it? Because you think, how old are they? This is the thing. Because <laughs> you don't, especially when it's women. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to be a dick. Yeah. And like make you feel insecure about how old you are. Imagine that. Imagine that. So go, you can sit down. She goes, I'm not that old. He goes, no, it's because you're fat. All <laughs> 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 oh, right. <then. laughs> I have rules. If they have dyed hair of any sort. Right. I'm not standing up. Because they're hiding. Because they want to look young. Yeah. If there weren't any kind of heel on the shoe. Yeah. You've decided you're capable of standing. Yeah. Yeah. Or any animal print. Yeah. That's you're trying to look young. Yeah. That's Those it. are my rules. That's a good, that's a guess. You could, I did it, literally did it the other day. She accepted, but I was so anxious doing it. Because you know, you're, cause my head is thinking, everyone's seeing me not give up this, my seat for they're this. They're thinking I'm a dick. Yeah, but then I'm going to be a dick now if I say. So, so by the time you let her sit down, everyone hates you. Yeah. That's, Fuck being in our heads. <laughs> it's a bad place. Fuck's sake. Oh, God. Let's get another question in. Uh, what's the most drunk you've ever been? The most drunk I've ever been. I know the longest I've ever been drunk for, which was like, like I think I stayed drunk for 37 hours. Fucking hell. Not in terms of like I started drinking and then 37 hours later I stopped drinking. I probably started drinking like a couple hours and then got smashed. Yeah, and I was smashed for thirty-seven hours. No sleep. No sleep, and I. But then, like, what the a mad thing happens when you're drunk for that? I think I had maybe like an hour of sleep in the middle, but I didn't sober yeah. up at any point. A mad thing happens where you learn to walk and talk again. So after being drunk for like twenty-four hours yeah. solidly, I think this is how people come like functioning alcoholics because yeah. you'd never know they were drinking all the time. Because after 24 hours of being drunk, oh, okay, yeah. like you sort out your equilibrium yeah. and you like remember how to talk again, even though you're still smashed. Yeah. So t actually the drunkest I've ever been is probably the most coherent I've ever been. Yeah. It's like when you, it's like when you, when you wake up hungover and you start drinking again, it's like a different sort of drunk. You're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, in control yeah. a bit more. Yeah, you're tuned back yeah. in because the yeah. hangover like dulls it so much. 
But it's so weird because I was just stood there watching the football match. And my mate went, all right, how's it going? I was like, yeah, fucking great, man. He's like, what have you been up to? I was like, been drinking since Wednesday. <laughs> and, he, and he was like, what? He was like, you don't seem drunk at all. I was like, mate. I'm fucking chinned right now. <laughs> I've lived out. Like, yeah. I am the most smashed anyone's ever been. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. I hate throwing up, though. See, I'm not, I'm not bad for that. You don't, like, as in you, when you throw up, you don't mind? No, I, say, I don't, I'm never really sick. You don't throw up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I'm rarely sick with alcohol, but fuck me, I hate it when I am. Oh, yeah. I scream when I throw up. Because <laughs> I hate it so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll just literally, <laughs> I'll go like, ah! <laughs> 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 but sometimes though, when you ask, but I've been you sick. Yeah, I feel better now. I feel better. Is that is that really? I needed that. And then you're, yeah. like, you're back in the room. You know I, I, mean? I just cry when I throw yeah. up. I'm like such a little girl. I'm like cuddling in the toilet. There was one time. There's a thing in Belfast called the Twelve Pubs of Christmas, which right. is great, and I don't know why everyone doesn't do it. So you go out on a night out. It's like in the lead up to Christmas, yeah. and you go to Twelve Pubs. It's just a pub crawl. Yeah. But you have like a pint in every pub and it's like Christmas everywhere. It's Christmas jumpers. It's fucking lovely. Yeah. But you never make it to the fucking <laughs> No, no, no. That's so many pubs. Yeah. Um, it sounds doable. But it's, it's not. Yeah, yeah. I, at pub nine, I always switch to like rum and coke. Yeah. Because it's just the amount yeah. of liquid. See, this is my problem. Like, I love beer. I just like, I can't really switch. You love a, you're such a beer guy. It's just because it's, it's... You're so, so down to earth, Jack. Oh, that's, just, yeah, that's my vibe. How do you it? do it? That's my, that's, my, that's my brand. I feel inaccessible to the common man. <laughs> I'll teach you. <laughs> get some wigs, bruv. <laughs> that's how you get in there. <laughs> Be an idiot. With, oh, do you remember, Jack, do you remember um, when you produced this with my brother? Mm. Did, you, did Mike tell you at the end? The whole time he thought your name was Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you hear him at the end of the podcast go, Thanks, Mike. Mike, thanks, Victoria. Yeah, but I that, did that, do that. that mind reading go, He just saw a man called Victoria <laughs> and then go, I'm going to question that. No, just, no, I'm, no. I'm going to go with that. Your brother's not a questioner, <laughs> he's just a very trusting fella. And I really respect that about him, actually. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, 12 pubs of Christmas. I was. But I'm at home in Belfast, so I'm yeah. going back to my parents' house, and I am like steaming. Oh, I got spiked once. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I forgot this. <laughs> Have you ever like mind swept in pubs? You know, mind sweeping in pubs. No. So you just like unattended drinks, you just steal them and drink them. Oh, you're doing you you do. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, so right, you just yeah, like yeah. if you yeah. see a drink that someone's like yeah. left to go to the toilet or whatever, you just. Is that a student thing? Drink it. Yeah, I was yeah. really broken yeah. London and yeah. stuff, and you just like nick them. Yeah. And I was out once, and I stole this like rum and coke, and I was like, "Yes, Neil, this is like my drink." Yeah. Anyway, drank it, and like it had been spiked. Fuck. Like obviously they didn't mean to spike me. Yeah. I intercepted a spiking. Yeah. By accident. It was like they meant for a for a beautiful young woman. <laughs> like, well, he's had it. So. <laughs> <laughs> when in Rome. But luckily I was with my yeah. mates and they were like, they got me to... What, <laughs> I what had did it feel like? <laughs> I was in McDonald's in the queue for like the little like screen thing. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I thought I was doing stand-up. <laughs> so I was like doing bits to all the seated people in McDonald's. So what were you spiked with though? Was it not made you pass out? It just made you go weird? Yeah, you just black out. 
and have no fucking clue what's happening. And all my mates were like, you're definitely spiked. Because people were telling me to shut the fuck up in McDonald's. Yeah. And I thought that they were like hecklers. <laughs> so I started like putting them down. Being like, those shoes were those fucking <laughs> Fucking hell, man. I nearly got fucking beaten up. Like so fucking close. Imagine you put your pals went with you though, man. Jeez. Yeah, I would have. I would be dead and sexually abused probably. Yeah. But then I, I ended up back at the house throwing up in the toilet in my house, and then my uh, my mom heard me throwing up, or like my brother was in the living room. I was like, "Get yeah, mom," because I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> and mom went to like run down the stairs, and she like slipped, and like fell down the stairs. So she's falling down the stairs. I'm throwing up on the toilet. So dad comes to help mom. And then mom's just like in a heap at the bottom of the stairs. My dad's like, what the fuck do I do? And then she's like, get Victoria like a cold cloth for his head and stuff. And he runs into the kitchen. And my dad's so fucking weird. He starts emptying the dishwasher. <laughs> and mom's like, what are you doing? He's like, I need a dunk. <laughs> Ignore his at son. three in the morning. He was just like, my dad's like that. He's just like, I need a dunk. So I just fucking did it, right? So it was chaos, but my mum, my mum's fine, and I'm fine as well. Oh, there you go. And it was okay. And my brother just sat watching TV the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you remain unraped. Just as far as I know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I did black out. It's the only time I've ever yeah. blacked out, which is why I think I know I was spiked because I've been very drunk but not blacked out before. Yeah. But um, don't mind sweep kids unless oh, you're man. broke and it's fun. Yeah, that's dangerous, isn't it? But I've mind swept a lot of times and I've only been spiked once. Yeah. Fucking hell. And if anything, I protected a woman from a terrible evening. There you go. Feminism. Yeah, exactly. You got you got away that bullet. You took the bullet for her. Listen, I'm yeah. a hero. Yeah, yeah. Give me that dick. Oh man. Fuck so stupid. Alright, we about ten minutes. Oh, ten minutes. We've got ten minutes? Brilliant. Brilliant. What should we talk about now? What should we talk about? The uh, cost of living crisis? Cost of living crisis. You can do that. It's boring, isn't that? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was fully joking, yeah. but you're so nice. You're such a nice guy. Jack. I was like, as a joke, he's gonna laugh when I say this. I was like, talk about the cost of living crisis. You were like, you're just, so, you're such a good podcast host that you were like, for it, it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm too no, I feel, that's the thing with the cost of living. I mean, like, oh yeah, you're gonna be skinned and. Uh, What's the difference? I'm always <laughs> I've always lived like this. There's no fucking difference to More me. More skin. Yeah. Yeah, I always think that with economic stuff, people go like, oh, there's like the economy is in the toilet. I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. They're like the, the fucking oh, no, whatever, what? the FTSE 100 is down. I'm like, well, I what do the, any of these things mean? What was I watching last? Oh, the one show. The one show. Because they, and they said, um, so, oh, what? They have some... They had something, some some singer on or something, and they said, yeah, because now we need cheering up more than ever. Now? Like, there's been such... What about the plague? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when everyone died? <laughs> now we need cheering up more than ever. Oh, I bet they meant the fucking queen. They were, yeah, but they were, they were just everything. Just, oh, just, my just God. Just ab absolutely everything, but... Yeah, man. I got in a lot of trouble for all my queen stuff. Yeah, you went in hard, though. Yeah. But the thing is, though, the weird thing is, you get in trouble for saying things that you, like, you might, when you're doing it, you must know oh, people aren't going to like this. Yeah, yeah. I can get done for doing like the most silliest thing, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, one thing I wouldn't call myself edgy, right? No, <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then people will but still. But you look edgy. But they'll find a way to like any sketch. They'll. People, well, people want to get angry. They'll at find it. a way to. to and argue. that's the problem because you've got such a big platform. Yeah. So many people are seeing it. So percentage-wise, probably like. 
There's always like one percent of people are mad, like they're fucking insane, and are always looking for something. Yeah, to like but yeah, I, th- I didn't realize how. Like, Do you think it's I the tattoos? Like, no, just people. I think it's just people just like to get angry. Like I did a sketch, and the sketch was. Well, you did say at the start of this, you were like, "Moaning is so good, isn't it?" Yeah, but no, but yeah, I did say that. They're just <laughs> moaning. Yeah. They're like, yeah, but not at me. Yeah, but no, actually, but it makes logical sense. So. <laughs> yeah, to you, yeah, but yeah. it makes logical but sense to, to them. To me, this it? makes no. Like, I did a sketch that like, if I was David Beckham. Okay, like, like, and and the, and the, the sketch the cue thing. Yeah, and I'd, go, right, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd I'd say, oh yeah, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Yeah, and yeah. you find out it's 14 hours. You go, oh well, I am David Beckham, I suppose. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was the joke, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. the joke, right? If you want to dissect it, it's about me being if I if I yeah, I, I I'm, a, be, I'm a selfish guy. I'm a more selfish guy than David Beckham. Yeah, yeah. Seems to be. And people were just like, this is this. T- Disrespectful well, to who? To who? Yeah, like, no one. But it's just people confuse the topic, the broad topic of a joke, versus like the like the victim of the joke. And it's yeah, because like word, triggering words, isn't it? Yeah. So if they're sensitive to that, they're just gonna. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what the joke. I did one about uh in, about Ukraine. It was about the bloke at the after party putting, giving his giving his uh, opinions on Ukraine. And the joke was, is that idiot who doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, he has no fucking clue. Yeah, yeah, that's the joke. Yeah. It's just a representation. He's the idiot in the joke. They go, oh, you should be taking a piss out of Ukraine. I'm not taking a piss piss out of this imaginary guy that doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah, it's so fucking dumb. I had a bit in my show where I talked about Ukraine and someone told me they were at, a mate of mine was at the show and there was a couple arguing on the way out of the room at the fringe and the husband was going like, it's fucking disgraceful. He was making jokes about Ukraine. This is a problem with young people these days. They just don't fucking understand what anything's about. And his wife punched him in the arm and went, you fell asleep. So you don't know why he was talking about Ukraine. It actually made perfect sense. But those people, they just yeah. literally, they go like, you can't make jokes about that. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's not, you're, yeah. you're not listening. Yeah. But people just, they just want those just words. Question. And freak out. Have you ever been offended by a joke? Yeah. Yeah. But you just, yeah. yeah. There was like, I, I was listening to a podcast and they were making jokes about like the famine in Ireland. And I was like, I just, I wasn't necessarily offended. I was like, that's just fucking stupid. Actually, last night I was on a gig and an English comedian did his whole set in an Irish accent. And was making jokes about like, I've got 17 uncles. I'm drunk. I'm this, that. He was just taking a piss out of Irish. That's the, yeah. That was the thing. And then I went on after yeah. him. <laughs> and was like, you know, he wasn't <laughs> Irish. Oh, he didn't reveal that he wasn't Irish. He like, he said, he was like, I'm going to do this English character that I do uh, now. And then he went and did his normal voice for a bit and then went back and then like, it all got very blurry and the audience didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. And then it didn't make any sense. It wasn't yeah. very good. But then there was, there was another Irish act immediately after him and then an act and then me. So the two Irish acts after him doing the, but, and, yeah. It was so annoying because I went on and went, I always go like, what's the crack? How's it going? Yeah. And the audience like didn't believe me. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Because he'd lost <laughs> yeah, their yeah. trust in the night. Yeah, yeah. Because they'd gone, well, everybody's just putting on <laughs> yeah. weird fucking... <laughs> I feel sorry for the audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> confusing. Just be like, what <laughs> what's the going, going on? on? Have yeah. you been offended by a joke? Um, I'm not. I've felt uncomfortable about things. Like yeah. When, when people do things like about... Uh, Say jokes about like, things like cot death or things like that. Or like, who the fuck is doing a cot death? Not, have, you not, have you not seen cot death? Cot death jokes. <laughs> that was so unexpected. Yeah, it's fucking so deep, though, isn't it? <laughs> I went. I, I, went, I, I just yeah. there was like a Rolodex. There's a night called. There's a there's a night called cot death at the cabin. <laughs> it's just mainly cot death. <laughs> bring... It's a niche. <laughs> <laughs> just anything like, see, look, I say, I'll make light of oh. cop death now. But, but you know, when someone's talking about something, 
And there was just the Rolodex and stuff I thought you were going to say. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe Jackson will be annoyed when people like make fun of like working class people no, or whatever. No, no, no. And you were like, caught that. I was <laughs> like, what? Because <laughs> it is offensive. Okay. Because <laughs> no, what I find offensive is someone going, oh, don't put that in my head. That's what I find offensive. Like, yeah. I don't want to think about that. Yeah, I'm yeah, to yeah. Have yeah. a laugh. Yeah, you know I mean, but then if they can make you laugh in that difficult yeah, place, well, I just, I just right. managed. <laughs> oh my god, it was just so unexpected. I didn't, I don't know what I. Oh my god, that's so yeah. fucking funny. But I just imagine what's the deal with Carter? Yeah, but also there's this thing, isn't it? Comedian people just love paedophiles. They love. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna, that's gonna be the clip. <laughs> 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 Welcome back to the podcast that people just love pedophiles. <laughs> Vittorio, your thoughts? Yeah. yeah. They do seem to love them. They've got crowns yeah, on yeah, all these lo- days. It's lo- fucking yeah, good shit. Nowadays. <laughs> but, uh, no, but people do this thing where they, they're like, on my sketches and all that, they want to get in the nearest pedophile joke. They wanna, oh, yeah. Like, so I get, I get easy. a silly sketch of me. Uh, the, the sketch fucking was, a kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> silly sketch. He got taken down against guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking TikTok, am I right? Fucking, uh, Chinese censorship can't say I'll check anyone nowadays. No, it was like, the joke was like, it was about me being uh, being dumped on a bounty castle. So the joke oh, is... Oh, I love that yeah, sketch. It's yeah, so yeah. fucking funny. Right. And then someone just, and someone just commented, uh, well, if you're being dumped on a bounty castle, you must be talking to an eight-year-old. Fuck He's me. on the phone. Yeah, just like, but it's like... Oh, bloody hell, why have you, yeah, why have you gone there nothing. with it? <laughs> like, uh, well, you... maybe they were touched as a kid yeah. and maybe they've had a hard time with that bloody. stuff and that's on their mind. And listen, everybody struggles with different things, Jack. And yeah. you got to just accept that your audience are a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> Thanks for having uh, me on the podcast. Please, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yours pretend to laugh. And just, just, just say, like, oh, I get that. I understand that. Give themselves a pat on the back. <laughs> what see if you because I'm always interested by this like you've obviously like been confronted with who likes your stuff if that yeah. makes sense like because w- we don't decide what our demographic yeah. is we make the stuff we want to make yeah. and then the people who like it like it yeah have you like noticed any like trends because I've noticed like like a lot of autistic people like my <laughs> which is like a mad thing to say but it's just true <laughs> like I'm like, like I'm, nice I'm not saying all autistic yeah. people like my stuff but like a lot of the people who like my stuff are autistic yeah. okay. deaf blind people they quite, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they quite like it people who've had lobotomies like, no, you no, know, no, no, just generally if anyone comes to see me they're like sort of just working working class young couples Generally, yeah. they, 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 I quite like that. Then I can, that's I mean, nice. Because that's, that's, that's what I'm going for, sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Well, so, that's your frame of reference, I guess. Well, I went and saw Mickey Flanagan at the Leicester Square Theatre doing his preview. Oh, or whatever class. It was, right? What a room to see him in. But uh, what I did, I looked around and the whole audience would just look like Mickey Flanagan's mates. Yeah, Middle yeah. class couples from Essex, East London. Yeah, yeah. That's what made me think, oh, that's, the, that's how you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. hone in, you get your crowd, and then you... You play to them. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? so I don't think it's. It, it, I I don't want to like ever consciously pander. No, no, but it's just like think. What do they want me to do? The more you are yourself, the more it will naturally. The more it will naturally just like same just same as actually finding your mates. Yeah. Don't like try and impress people. Like just be yourself. Well, that's. The, I think the biggest thing I, I was trying to do with this podcast and all that is a that that, that thing for authenticity. But as I was saying to you before about like having your idols or whatever, fuck yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to yeah. hear people fuck up. You yeah, want to hear yeah, people yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's that polished Instagram fucking 
millionaires tell you how to live your life. Yeah. Fuck that, man. Well, that's the fucking yeah. fringe thing. Everyone looks at my social media and that's what social media, it's self-promotion. Yeah. It's, aren't I great? Come see my show, yeah. buy my stuff, do this, whatever. But I think people appreciate you going, I I get lots of stuff wrong. Yeah, man. Well, well, a lot hopefully. of the time. A lot of people listen to this podcast, hear about how you've tried oh, every shit, bit of therapy and it hasn't <laughs> and worked. None of it. <laughs> I'm incurable. <laughs> I'm go. a psychological yeah. medical marvel, yeah. actually. That, that confident, fine list in Edinburgh is a complete fuck-up. I haven't a fucking clue what I'm doing. <laughs> and I'm a fuck-up, too. We fucking did it, guys! Yeah, boy. <laughs> Great place to end the podcast. <laughs> thank you, Vittorio. Oh, thank you for having me. No worries. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.